to the Adrian Ross Show. Of course, I'm Adrian, and I'm glad you're tuned in. Whether you're watching on the BMG Network's YouTube channel or listening on a major podcast platform or at the BMGnetwork.com, I'm glad you're tuned in. And I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to jump right into this this important, probably heated topic today. I want to talk about the black police. Now, by that, I do not mean police officers who are black. I mean the black police. Are you familiar with the term? The black police are people who feel qualified and feel like they have a right to judge how black someone is. They are really good at measuring blackness. And the interesting thing about them is that many of them aren't even black. Now, it's bad enough when black people try to measure how black someone else is. But then when you get white people who are trying to do the same, who actually feel like they have the right to step to someone who's black and tell them how black they are or if they're black at all, okay? But just a few days ago, the black police came knocking on my door. Now, I'm not talking about my literal door, but they came knocking, and it's not the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last. Let me tell you the situation surrounding this encounter with the white black police. Okay, and this is usually, listen, these are usually people on the left because the left loves to deal with race and loves to to step out and feel like they have a right to determine blackness because they think that they own the patent on what black is. It doesn't even matter if they're black. They just feel like they got it together as far as that goes. And they've lost their minds. Okay. But here's the situation surrounding it. Now, if you follow me on social media, you know that I've been very vocal about the lawsuit that former governor of Alaska, former vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin brought against the New York Times, the defamation lawsuit. And I've spoken out about it because if you've paid attention, you know that they tried to pin uh, murder on her maliciously. Okay. And, um, unfortunately the judge made some decisions concerning the case, even while the jury was deliberating, the jury's still deliberating on whether, whether she wins her case, whether the New York times operated with Malice, which they did, we all know, because the New York Times are uh, is, is filled with leftists who do this kind of thing, have a history of doing this kind of thing, and it was malicious to try to pin uh, murder on her and the wounding of Representative Gabby Giffords back in 2011. In 2017, they decided that they were going to print something about her being connected to these deaths. Horrible situation as she sued. Well, the judge decided that he was going to throw it out even while the jury was deliberating and say, well, the jury won't know what I what I uh, decided. Let them continue to deliberate and then they can come back and bring their verdict. Horrible injustice that was done to her. Okay. And so when this unfolded, with the jury being, um, with the, the judge making this decision, and I'm not going to go into all that. You can do the research if you haven't heard yet. But when this was decided, she went on Instagram 
And this is what she posted. I'm going to take you through this conversation that I had with the black police. Okay. And I, I was kind when I talked about this on social media and I deleted the name of this person. Okay. This time I decided to do that. But here's the conversation. Sarah Palin posted this jury is still deliberating Sarah versus New York times back in court tomorrow, though, uh, back in court tomorrow, though, judge delivered a quizzical one today. Stay tuned. And she put the flag, American flag emoji. Okay. So I came on and made a comment. I said, we're with you, Sarah, as you fight this ridiculous decision by a judge who obviously has decided that playing one-upsmanship against you is more important than our justice system. And there's a reason why I said that. If you've done your research, you know. And then I said, hashtag still standing. So here comes this commenter whose name I'm going to be kind and I give says, I remember hashtag still standing. He comes on and says, maybe you should just sit down. And then says, also, how do you even look at yourself in the mirror knowing the people you support have done nothing but belittle, demean, and oppress the African-American community? I'd be embarrassed to know you. I said, have a wonderful day. God bless you abundantly. He said, I will have a wonderful day knowing trash like Palin, and he used the trash bin emoji, knowing trash like Palin is being put in her place. I showed you what a sanctimonious traitor you are, and I have a cup of tea waiting for me. I said, I love the part of my day when the black police, often people who aren't even black, demonstrate their racism by telling me what it means to be black, thereby attempting to put me in my black place. It's hilarious. So I will go about my day now, not taking orders about standing or sitting from those who would like to keep me on the plantation they have imagined for me. Trust me, you're not ready for this conversation. So having given you more time than I should have already, Again, have a good day and God bless you. And I mean those well wishes. He comes on and says, no, princess, you're not ready. I find it both hysterical and pathetic that you back a party that openly, all caps, flies Confederate flags and has yet to condemn the openly racist radical groups that were given a platform from 2016 to 2020. I roll on my part here. Continuing, the only people who hold you in any esteem have single digit IQs. They couldn't read a Bible if they wanted to, which let's be honest, they have no interest in. Take a seat and keep quiet. And so I then wrote, have a wonderful day. This commenter is exhibit A of racism also exhibit A of heart, I want to say heart-wrenching, um, but sadness because he doesn't even know that he's racist. And let's take a look at the racism here. What he starts off with is this. He can't figure out how I look myself in the mirror supporting these people, and I'll talk about that, whoever these people are. How, in other words, what he's saying is, 
How do you look yourself in the mirror as a black person supporting these people who oppress black people? And he says, I'd be embarrassed. This is the racism. The only thing he sees when he sees my face on that social media platform, when he sees the profile picture, he doesn't see somebody who whom he disagrees with. He doesn't see someone who he, uh, you know, uh, who whom he may have an uh, intellectual conversation with. He sees a black face, and therefore he wonders how I can look myself in the mirror, because that's what I'm supposed to be seeing and being a black person. How do you even support these people? You're black. How do you even? And then he goes on about support about uh, this party, this political party, which is never mentioned at all here, which I'll get back to. And how do you support these people who are who are racist? How do you look yourself in the mirror, black woman? In other words, I'm supposed to think a certain way. I'm supposed to support certain people. He can't fathom how I could not align with what I'm supposed to align with. How dare I get out of my place? How dare I think for myself? No, you're supposed to think like black people think. And black people don't support these people you support. This is what he's saying. That's all he sees. He sees a picture and he sees a black person. And I, as a black person, have gotten out of line because I don't ascribe to what I'm supposed to ascribe to. That's the racism. This is your place. Stay in it. That's why he can say to me, no, princess, and then go on to tell me to take a seat and keep quiet. And again, it's bad enough when black people have that mindset. And many do. Many feel like if you are not in a particular party, then you're not really black. If you support a certain person, then you're not really black. If you vote a certain way, you're not black. It's bad enough when black folks do it. But I'm telling you, we're at the place now where leftists think that they, white ones even, think that they can tell a black person what it means to be black. And they feel like it's okay. Because the left is all about race and thinking that they're doing black folks a favor by, you know, propping them up and all this other stuff. And like they're doing us a favor when in fact they're doing the demeaning by telling me I can't think for myself. Who are you to tell me where I need to, whether I should sit down and shut up and not, you know, who are you to tell me that? Who is anyone to tell me that? But especially who are you to tell me what it means to be black? But you feel like that's okay. That's You're justified in doing that. And you feel like the people on the left, black and otherwise, are going to support you in that. Because they have. But somebody needs to tell these people, hold up, wait a minute, you done lost your ever-loving mind. You're not going to tell me how to be black. You're not going to tell me how to think. You're going to try. But it's not about that. That's why I can see sweatshirt I got on today. It says freedom. Freedom. That's why I told him you're not ready for this conversation. Because he he doesn't even realize that he's a racist. He doesn't even realize that his ideas are racist, that when he sees me, he sees only a black person. And when he sees a black person, he sees someone who's supposed to think a certain way. You're supposed to stay in your place. That's what he's saying on the plantation. So I could have I could have really laid into him, 
I, I, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to have a good day. God bless you. After I said what I had to say, I, he's not ready because I don't know if he can handle the racism that is there that he doesn't even see. But I'm sure, do you guys see what I'm saying? You see it. Because whenever you tell somebody, how do you look yourself in the mirror? How do you, not anything else, but what, the skin color. How do you look at yourself as a black person and think on your own? That's what he's saying. And that's the racism part. But not only that, let's pick apart some of the other things that he says, because I find them very interesting. Not only does he just see a black person, he then goes on to talk about how do I support people who belittle and demean and oppress the African-American community. First of all, this post that Sarah Palin put up has nothing to do with supporting people and a political party, which he goes on to say. How do you support a political? This There's nothing in this that talks about political party. She didn't mention a political party, nor did I. She said, I'll be back in court tomorrow. Okay. And we've been talking and I don't even know. I have no idea who this person is. I don't know why they're not at work. Okay. I don't know why they're hanging out on Sarah Palin's page when he obviously doesn't like her. So that tells you something right there. But this is what politics does to people. This this post and justice and this situation with the New York Times pinning and, and admitting that they got it wrong. The point is, it was malicious and they denied that part and got away with it so far. But I mean, what, where does politics play when so, when people six people have been murdered? One person, as in Representative Gabby Gifford from Arizona, has been seriously wounded. And then that has wrongfully the responsibility that was wrongfully put on Sarah Palin. And all you see is a political party. All you see is, you know, in, in, in her comment is uh, somebody who supports, I guess, um, or, or someone who is a person who belittles and, and demeans and oppresses um, black people. That's what you see in her post. That's what you see in this case. You don't care about justice. It's because of you. You're such a leftist that not, you're such a leftist that that's all that matters. People are dead and injured and somebody innocent, you know, was blamed for it. And you want to talk about a political party. There's nothing here about political. Unfortunately, politics seems to play into everything here, because like I said, leftists has a, have a certain way of thinking. But honestly speaking here, there's nothing written here that talks about politics and what she posted. And in my comment, I, comments, I said, we stand up for you. You know, we stand up. We're still standing with you to fight this ridiculous judgment. That is an affront to our justice system. But you want to talk about politics. And the thing about it is you say, because I support people who've done this, that, and the other thing to the black community. Like you're supposed to care more about the black community than I do. Number one. And number two, what people are you talking about? There are no other people here. I left a comment for Sarah Palin. There are no people here that I'm supporting. So in his warped mind, who is he seeing? Who's he seeing? And then, so, so there's a problem there. Because his political mindset has obviously affected his vision and his perspective and his mindset. Because ain't nobody but him said anything about politics. Then he goes on to talk about um, the people you support uh, belittling, demeaning, and oppressing uh, the African-American community. 
Well, again, the only person here that I'm supporting is Sarah Palin. And I bet you if it were to save his life, he couldn't come up with one example. Okay, sir, give me one example of Sarah Palin, who's the only person who support you see on this post. Give me, give me one example of where she's oppressing the black community, sir. Give me one example where she's demeaning the black community. Or do you, are you talking about the political party again? Are you talking about the Republicans? First of all, you just assumed I'm a Republican. Here, where I live now, I don't even, re- don't even register as Republican. I'm just registered to vote. Now, between Republicans and Democrats, I'm surely going to lean toward Republicans. But as far as I'm concerned, Republicans and Democrats, you're going to find hot messes in all of them. I'm a conservative. Number one, I'm a Christian. And I'm a conservative. And this guy doesn't know me from anything. So one comment in support of Sarah Palin in justice, not a politics, not a a political party. And you're going off about some political party and how do I support a political party that does this, that, and the other thing. And they got one example of how Sarah Palin, who's the only person you see me supporting on this post, how she's belittling, demeaning, and oppressing the black community. You, he couldn't give me one example if his life depended on it. But he's running his mouth. And he's talking about politics. And he's talking about the Republican Party. And I'm a conservative. What are you talking about? And you're obviously racist. And ignorant because you don't even know you're racist. But this is where we've come to. This is where we are. We can't say, you know what? We may disagree on A, B, and C, but this is D, and this is about a trial about defamation. There's a comment about a defamation trial in which much injustice is seen, and all you got to talk about are... Republican Party, not being able to look myself in the mirror, demeaning the black community, none of which you've got any evidence for, none of which you're making any sense about, but you're running your mouth, Mr. Black Police, Mr. White Black Police, to tell me how black I am not and totally feel like you can do that. You wouldn't have a clue of who I am or what it is to be black, but you know how to run your mouth and reveal your racism even without knowing that you're revealing your racism when you tell me to get in my place because you're black. Look yourself in the mirror, lady, and remember to stay in your black place. That's what he's saying. And he doesn't even realize it. And I guess that's why I say heart-wrenching because it's real sad when you don't know the state that you're in and you're just popping off at the mouth and putting your foot in it. And the thing about it is, if you know me, you know I'm not going to sit down and shut up unless I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And there are times when I feel like I'm supposed to be doing that. But it's not going to be because the black police came knocking on my door telling me how to be black. And I don't care if you are black, that doesn't go. And show enough if you're white, 
you ain't going to tell me how to be black and to, and to find my place and I'd be embarrassed to know you and how do you look yourself in the mirror because you're supposed to think a certain way because you're black. You're a racist. I'm calling you out. And these people need to be called out more and more. And I decided to leave the name out. Um, maybe not next time because if you're big enough to open your mouth then you, you, you're big enough to have people, you know, commenting, saying what they have to say and putting you on notice that your opinion isn't going to change anything about what we know is the truth. Way off here, way off in so many ways, bringing in things that have nothing to do with this post, but that's where we have come. That a post about justice in the justice system becomes a whole racist, whole racist thing. And I say again, what are you doing here? Why are these people hanging? Why do people hang out on other people's pages if you don't like them, if you don't respect them? Why why is he at Sarah Page? Why isn't why? I mean, you can't stand her, obviously. You can't stand the people who support her. And yet you're there revealing your racism when you probably need to be at work or at least finding looking for a job or at least out of your parents' basement or something. Unbelievable. Or at least getting help for your racism because it's oozing and we see it. Do you see it? It's there. It's obvious. I'm sure you see it. Now admit it. Hmm. Racist and partisan and clearly ignorant. That's the truth. That takes me to Another situation, this one pertaining to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Have you heard how the Washington Post, another leftist organization outlet, wrote about him calling him? Well, let me just let me just read it to you and then we can talk about it. The Washington Post had written, if you know that a person has been vetted by Jim Clyburn, you know that person won't go to the court and end up being a Clarence Thomas, referring to the black justice whose rulings often resemble the thinking of white conservatives. So, now, the Washington Post has been accused of racism here, of course, because it had the nerve to write that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's rulings reflect the thinking, quote, the thinking of white conservatives. In other words, Clarence Thomas isn't thinking like he's supposed to be thinking. He's supposed to be thinking like a black man, the way that we expect black folks to think. But instead, he done stepped out of his box and he's thinking like white conservatives, which they don't mean, of course, as a compliment. But it's even more of an insult because they're saying he's not thinking like he's supposed to think. And they don't see the racism in that. And so they then corrected themselves because apparently all Hades broke loose on social media. 
So they issued a correction after people went off about the racism because it's a ra- it's it is racist. You're think you're you're not thinking like you're supposed to think. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Now this isn't the first time. He's been insulted in, in that, you know, basically called an Uncle Tom, just as I've been called an Aunt Jemima and a self-hating black person and all the other stuff, because that's what people do when you're dealing with conservatives, and they feel that they can do when dealing with black conservatives. They are so quick to put us in our place because how dare we, how dare we think in a way that white folks are supposed to think, not black folks. You're supposed to stay in your corner. But again... This stuff is ridiculous. I am not going to be controlled. I'm not going to be on anybody's plantation. And like my sweatshirt says today, for those of you who can see, freedom. Freedom. Okay? But folks who think like that, the black police, they don't get the freedom thing. They think they get to tell you when to speak, what to speak, what to believe, when to sit down, when to stand up. And they definitely want you to shut up unless you're talking their language, which as far as they're concerned, their language is the right language. And it's the language you're supposed to be speaking because we know better than you because we're the black police. It's utterly ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous to have made this statement and then come back and try to apologize for it make a correction like the Washington Post, just as, you know, it was, it's utterly ridiculous what happened with the New York Times and, uh, you know, trying to pin murder on Sarah Palin. It's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, so today I'm bringing you what? I'm bringing you these outlets, you know, that are, that are out of control. But really the first part of, of what we were talking about today wasn't so much the New York Times, even though that deserves to be blasted again and again, but it was about the, the guy who came on there to comment about it and want to put me in my place because, you know, as a white guy, he can do that because I'm black and um, I'm supposed to stay in my place. This stuff is ridiculous. And that's why I call it out. You know, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm too far gone <laughs> with this uh, experience too much with this to be angry about it, but I'm going to rant about it and I'm going to call it out and I'm going to expose it because folks who are racist and don't even know it, they need somebody to clue them in. They really do. So whether it's this dude who's trying to tell me that I, when, you know, let me know that when he sees me, he sees a black woman who needs to stay in her place, a black person who needs to stay in her place and his ridiculous um, comments about, about political party and, and um, (laughs) demeaning black people and oppressive black people to this Washington post telling the Supreme court justice of the United States that he's thinking like a white conservative and he better get back in line. It's all ridiculous and needs to be exposed. So that's what I did today. Again, A to Z, Adrian is on it. And today it happened to be uh, the black police. And I'm sure it won't be the last time because that's what the left does. That's what the left does. But some of us, we're not going to be controlled. We're not going to be on the plantation at all. But we are going to call it out. So I'm curious to know what you think. AdrianRossCom at gmail.com is where you can leave me an email. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the black police, encounters with the black police, thoughts about the black police. Maybe you disagree with me. AdrianRossCom at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Also go to the uh, the bmgnetwork.com and check out the other great podcasts. You don't want to miss them. The other great podcasts on the bmgnetwork.com. All right. We are 
insightful, informative, engaging, and yes, even entertaining. So check that out, okay? And you can also go on Facebook to the BMG Network and leave a comment, leave a review, and please go to one of the major podcast platforms where maybe you listen, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. wherever a rating and a review may be left. Would you do that? If you enjoy the Adrian Ross Show, Give it five stars. Give it a five-star rating and also write a review. I know you think a review doesn't matter. It does, does, does matter. And when I have them, I read them at the beginning of the show or at the end of the show. So please be sure to do that. I'd appreciate it if you would do that. All right, there you have it. From A to Z, Adrian is on it. And this week, it was the Black Police. And you don't want to miss next next week because you never know what that might be about also. All right. So thank you again for joining in to the Adrian Ross show. God bless you. Abundantly. The Adrian Ross show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of the Adrian Ross show at the BMG network.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly You don't want to miss even one episode.